Didn't you put spoiler warnings at the beginning of the episodes? What? Why would I do that? That's dumb. <laughs> this isn't a spoiler a warning. This is a bathtub. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello! How you doing there? Didn't see it. My name is Blake Mitchell, and you're listening to the third episode of Babble. I got, I got two friends here who are also a part of Babble. Yes. Hello! I'm Zemi, also known as Lily. What is up? Uh, I'm Ryru, also known as Ray, also known as the secret fifth horseman of the apocalypse. You thought pestilence was bad? Just, just wait till next month! What's gonna happen next month, Ray? Uh, you you get to find out next month. What's what's gonna happen next month, Ray? <laughs> like Don't I worry said, about it. Uh, like like no, just I I am the secret fifth horseman, and thus um I I I have I have control of secrets. Yeah. Okay. Just like ne- like next month, which is also a secret. Yeah, but I gotta have some like insider knowledge, you know? No, no, you're you're, you're my door in. No, that's not how it works. No, like I have, I have a contract, and it's it's a very important position. I, you I think can't. that stopped anyone that worked at any game studio ever? <laughs> Leaks happen all the time. Leak me what happens next month. Come on. <laughs> no, I can't lose my Leak job right. over this. Leak. I can't lose my job over this. <laughs> it's not like you're in Nintendo or anything. <laughs> you don't know that. Was it last year, I think it was, where literally every single Nintendo announcement was leaked like two days beforehand by Walmart? What well, did that happen? I forget. It I, was yeah. the E3 announcements, yeah. I don't keep up much God. with the Nintendo news anymore. I don't I do. keep up with the Nintendo news. The Nintendo news. <laughs> The Nintendo. I'll tell you, I do. I, like you, yeah, no. You, like you, you stay in the specific corner of the internet, you, you get the Nintendo news. Mm-hmm. It's like I a whole genre of news. Yeah, but you don't have to like stay in a specific corner. Nintendo kind of infects everybody. Yeah, no, but there's like a news corner where you're like in the up and up. There's been times where I don't want to hear anything about Nintendo and I still get talked about about what's coming up on Nintendo. You can't escape. Just like next I month. What, what happens next month? <laughs> I can't lose my job. <laughs> you know, in this economy. you know what's not gonna happen next month. What this month's news? Ha! Oh, got him with the segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything is canceled. <laughs> so we all brought a story this time. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy because yeah. I have a story I can be a little bit more uh, in depth with, mm-hmm. and you guys can do. Th- it also means that you get a large, varying quality of news. Uh, it's, it's, th- it might be bad. We might be bad at this. I'm sorry in advance. I know nothing about anime. <laughs> I'm I not going to find good news believe, I genuinely believe that my news story isn't even that great. I just wanted to talk about it. Oh, all right. <laughs> I will let you know that mine is incredibly boring. You know what? Go first. Great. <laughs> best for last. <laughs> Kimetsu no Yaiba, also known as Demon Slayer, um, film, the anime film, will open on October 16th. Infinity Train... It's called Infinity Train. Not to be yeah. confused with Infinity Train, the Cartoon Network show. Wait, that's a Cartoon Network show as well? Oh, you know, it's very good. It's a very good show. I recommend Infinity Train. It's a, it's a good one. But the anime movie, it did get delayed. Uh, it was supposed to come out, I guess, maybe by now. But the, it got delayed due to, like, legal reasons or something like Wait, that. Wait, it wasn't the virus? It wasn't my buddy Pestilence? No, 
it was because there was some kind of like a money thing. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But um, they were having um financial trouble, I guess, with a different company. I don't know. It, it was, or maybe it was something that had to do with like uh one of like the direct. I, I'm not sure. That's but weird. That's my mind hmm. story. That is like incredible. I didn't even know Demon Slayer was getting a film. It makes sense because it was a super popular anime uh, mm. when it was airing. I never watched it. Oh, I kind of want to, but eh, it's you know? really good. I recommend it. I love the line art and yeah, art but... style in general is really, really good. Eh, well, <laughs> art nerds. I mean, it, I. How do you put up? With I this? enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now that Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, kind of reignited the anime flame in my heart of just loving watching anime. It felt really good and refreshing to watch it compared to a few other animes where I kind of felt like the last anime that I was watching before then were a bit kind of like lackluster-ish or it was just like I felt like they, they were just like I was watching them. I was very interested in them. I wasn't like super duper excited to watch it like I was with Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yeah, you, you've told me that before. I don't know. I've never really had a, a falling out with anime. But from my understanding, keep in mind, I have not watched it. I'm not saying this makes it bad either. I've heard it's incredibly generic. Now, that doesn't make something bad. There are a lot of things that are generic that I love. Look at Toradora. It's, it's just a rom-com. God, I love that show. You know? But, like, what, what? Give me one reason, other than art, why I should watch it. I don't know. It really just, it feels really good to watch for some reason. I don't know. It's got, it's got a really good narrative. It's got a really good kind of like world building thing going on. There's mm -hmm. good character design, stuff like that. Okay. I might, I might look into it if we don't watch it, this show. I yeah. might look into it uh, solo. Hmm. Yeah. An example of like a shonen anime that is like Kimetsu no Yaiba, it's not like it, but it, it falls under the same kind of genre, would be um My Hero Academia, where it's just like, that anime, it's, it's, a, it's a good anime, but I feel like for some reason, I enjoy Kimetsu no Yaiba a whole lot more. It feels very fresh. I guess maybe the reason I don't feel that the other one is uh, like fresh would be that it's been a around for a long time. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I recently started watching My Hero Academia with my friend Spencer. It's not bad. And I'm definitely not like a shonen. Is that what it is, right? Shonen, yeah. Yeah, I'm, shonen not a, anime. I'm not a big shonen fan. I do enjoy watching the show, but there's a lot of stuff in it where I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I, I could live without this. Give me the stuff I want to see. You know what I want to see. Everybody wants to see what I want to see. Can, can we, can we, I want to see it. <laughs> What do you want to see? I, want, I, just, I just want stuff to happen. And when stuff's not happening, it's boring. Well, I'll tell you what. Things happen in Kimetsu no Yaiba. <laughs> I hope stuff so. Stuff happens. <laughs> if, I, if I watch that and nothing happens, you know how upset I would be? You know what I felt kind of doesn't happen? Where things don't happen is no, just don't My Hero that. Academia. <laughs> okay, okay, I thought you were going to insult Slice of Life, and I was going to be like, come on, this is the whole point of the damn genre, is that nothing happens. I just feel, okay, <laughs> I really do like the beginner se the beginning seasons of um, Boku no Hero, mm -hmm. but the rest of it feels very, like, half of the episode is just backstory, where it's just being like, here's what happened the last season's. Like, yeah. no, you're, I, I get it's like, oh, it's airing on TV and people want to catch it and they're not going to understand it really. As someone who's actively watching the show, it's really so, annoying yeah. to be constantly reminded of the stuff that you have seen, yeah. you know? Like, Most they even people... did it in the first season. They constantly went back to the, uh, you yeah. two can be a hero scene. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I get it. 
I know it's supposed to be inspirational, but like, holy cow, just get on with it. <laughs> it just gets to the point where I feel like I'm having a synopsis of the entire show every first half of every episode. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who's watching, like most of us are watching it back to back, it's not fun. It's really boring. And it's like, you could do, you could, we could be so much further on in the anime if they didn't do that. And I get that maybe the reason for that might be that, oh, the manga is still going on and they don't want to pull a um, Full Metal Alchemist or a Soul Eater and have to end it early. Wasn't the ending of the hero manga announced recently? I think it was. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I know there's a few like super long-running mangas that have just recently been like, yep, final volume here soon, you know? And it's like, wow, okay, that's crazy, because you thought they would be around mm. forever. That kind of, that was crazy. I, I liked all that was great. Uh, what about you, Ray? What's your story? Oh, my story. I get to speak. Uh, yeah. I, I have not seen My Hero Academia, so. It's okay. It's, no, I, I wouldn't no, say I mean, it's, it's fine, but I can't participate in the conversation. Anyway, my story is probably boring, and you're probably going to yell at me, but it's okay. Um. So, um... Uh, the Netflix's live-action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop is getting a season two before it's even gotten out. And this is notable to me because I did not know that Cowboy Bebop was getting a Netflix adaptation, a live-action Netflix adaptation. This has been announced two years ago, to my understanding, and I did not know about this. Um, I knew about this. The, the the live action part, not the second season, but like, why would you all from my knowledge, except for bleaches, every single live action adaptation of anime has just been straight hot garbage. This is why I wanted yeah. to talk about this, because I really, really <laughs> wanted to hear your opinions on live action adaptations of anime. <laughs> they um, keep making them. It's like beating a dead horse. It's bad. I've heard for this- sure. I've heard that some people like the Death Note one. I'm going to be devil's advocate here on that. So as someone who's seen most of, I literally stopped watching Death Note on the final episode. (laughs) As someone who's seen most (laughs) of Death Note uh, and then watched the live action, the live action isn't terrible as a film. Mm. Like when I watch it, it's not bad. Also, the guy who played L, I know he looks nothing like L and that's a super big problem for some people. Uh, he did a really good job. He played the character like to the best of his ability. You know, that's that's the thing with adaptations. If if you don't match the character description exactly, that's not as much of a problem as long as you play the character well. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. I've seen it a couple times, and it's always just like, oh, I don't even care. You 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 you're, you're you're owning it. Yeah, you're doing it. I think I think he did a super good job. Uh, it's, overall, like when you're comparing it to the anime, the film is strictly inferior. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the anime has a sort of badass feel that the the act the live not the actual <laughs> the the live action adaptation doesn't hit. It tries mm. to go for a little bit more funny kind of marvely feel, and it doesn't it doesn't fit Death Note. Mm. Um, if I was just watching that and I didn't like anime, I would say it was a pretty good movie. Mm. But <laughs> um, but God, just live action adaptation. I haven't. I haven't had the probably displeasure of ever seeing any, but God, just well, hold on. Seen... Have you seen the last Airbender? No. You okay? Have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? I need to get around to it. It feels I've like only I've seen would've... a few episodes. I feel so like we're in the same boat. 
I'm the sort of person that you'd expect, I think, to watch mm-hmm. them. Because, like, you just, <laughs> you know, I seem like the sort of person who's just, like, loves Avatar or whatever, but I've never yeah. seen it. Um, yeah, I have, um, I have a teacher who everybody in our class is just like, you need to watch this, you need to watch Avatar The Last Airbender, why haven't you watched it yet? We were gonna watch it during class, but there was not any kind of, um, uh, we couldn't get the sound on Discord to work to stream it, so we didn't. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I, like... From what I've seen, it is really cool. I've seen the last, uh, I've seen the season finale that is like two episodes. Uh, the series finale, sorry, not the season. So I know how it ends. <laughs> but don't know anything else. Uh, Anyways. Um, the, the, the live action movie is straight garbage. <laughs> it, it's not good. I've seen clips of like the Full Metal Alchemist movie, I think. Oof. And it's, uh, ooh. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I only saw the trailer for the live action Full Metal Alchemist, and I couldn't help but think that the CG on the actual suit looked cool, but it could be bad in the rest of the movie. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, this this the story I picked up is interesting because I I didn't know that there was a Cowboy Bebop live action Netflix thing going on that was apparently seems good enough in production to order a season two before before it's even released. Um. <laughs> Netflix is super uh, good at trying to, or hyping up their own series and thinking they're good before they come out. (laughs) You know what? That's fair. Um, Interestingly, um, it got delayed um, in development because uh, one of the lead roles got an injury or something and that delayed it by like half a year. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) So that's probably why it's not out yet. Okay, Um, I got it. But it's interesting. It is. Why would they touch Cowboy Bebop of all things? Is that I, even on Netflix? I don't even know. I'll have to go check. Because Cowboy Bebop is so held in high regard, you know? I mean, I suppose that's why they'd go for it. Yeah, but if you fuck it up. Oh, yeah, no, there's going to be blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. My story is significantly less interesting than both of your guys' stories. How? <laughs> how, did this, how did this happen? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Lily, I know you like Evangelion, so I actually I, I thought of you when, when I when I selected this, and I was like, she's gonna think this is cool. Uh, I also think it's cool, but not because it's Evangelion. <laughs> so in December of last year, this product was teased for Evangelion, and it will be releasing this year, and we have an exact release date of it. It is special Evangelion Tamagotchis. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> we've we've done it. Are they are they the Eva units or the characters? They, uh, you can raise I think any Eva unit that you want, but the actual like shell is for Shinji uh, is one of them. Asuka is another, and Ray is the third. Me. There, there it is. <laughs> it says here you can opt for the original purple model, red Asuka model or blue and white ray model, as each Tamagotchi incorporates special Eva-themed animation. I didn't know like, Tamagotchis were still being made. I know they were still being referenced to in, like, anime and stuff, but I thought that was just because they're old, kind of, nobody cares anymore. But, like, the fact that they're still around, and Evangelion is getting a Tamagotchi no, listen, is like, Evangelion what? must reach to every product under the sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is said uh, so in the sacred was, um, text. <laughs> I had seen a post somewhere where it was just like, um, going throughout, can I go throughout the day 
just using Evangelion products? And the answer is yes. That actually is a full, I think, 20-minute video by a YouTuber oh. of the name of Red Baron. Yes, I have also seen this video. Yeah, and she goes yeah. hella in-depth about all of the stuff you can buy that is Evangelion, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's good. It's a good video. Check it out, everyone. Why? Why is there so much? Why is there an Evangelion restaurant? The product placement machine stops for no one. Car, I understand. Car can be related to robot. I get it. You know, Transformers exists, right? But to be fair. But steak? <laughs> steak. <laughs> to be fair, Japan has a lot of themed restaurants. And you know what? I would want to go to an Evangelion restaurant. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I definitely would. You know how cool it would be to go to an anime-themed fucking food place? That'd be cool as hell. Can Um, I get anime pizza, please? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you can have anime pizza. Anyway, whatever. Just just like, who is buying all this Evangelion (laughs) stuff other than a collector? (laughs) Evangelion fans. Other than collectors, though. I mean, to be fair, who's buying all the Disney merch? Who's buying Mickey Mouse this and that? For children. I don't give a fuck about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> For children. <laughs> Evangelion doesn't have the crutch of children. No, but has it like ascended to the point where it is a cultural icon? It is. Yeah, no. Then, then Maybe you, then in you, Japan, but I don't think so in America. No, but then, yeah. like, but then it is a thing in Japan, and that's good enough. They have that stuff in Japan. They don't have a lot of Evangelion stuff in America. Uh, hello? Tomagachis are being released in America. Can we go back yeah, to the fact that they... they're releasing Tamagotchis? That's so cool! <laughs> can we go back to Tamagotchis are still relevant? Can, can we go back to that? Excuse can I tell me? you a story where my mom used to have the Tamagotchis, tamagotchis um, on like a lanyard around her neck when my sisters were at school? back in the 90s so that they wouldn't die she would take care of the tamagotchis while my sisters were at school (laughs) that's some that's some shit right there that's dedicated parenting right there my uh my sister took care of hers while she was at school and she i think she was the only one who had it my brother didn't i didn't but 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 she had one we got game boys (laughs) yeah (laughs) lucky fuck yeah, I, I didn't g- have a Tamagotchi. I never had one. Oh, I didn't either. I just told you I didn't have one. I had a Game Boy. I don't know if I had... I did have a Game Boy, but I didn't fucking use it a lot. I had an SP. Nah, I, I didn't get, the, I didn't uh, get Tamagotchis. I got Webkins. <gasps> I, yeah. <laughs> Alright, if you, if you want to talk about that, I didn't have any of that shit. I had Neopets. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Neopets. Oh my god, I love Neopets. They're still around. You can still play Neopet games on uh, the web. Right. Remember when in character design we had uh, we had that uh, talk or that we had that talk with that person who worked at Neopets. I did not remember this. Oh. Yeah. And now she's like working at Valve and stuff. Oh my goodness! Oh. Amazing. We drew crab giraffe chimera yes. together. It, it was great. St- my drawing of that is still on my Twitter. It's one of my favorite things I've drawn. <laughs> It's in there somewhere. Love that little guy. I don't crab giraffes. Well, in character design, we used to do this thing. Uh, we used to do this thing as like a mm-hmm. design exercise, where we would take two random animals, um, and we would kind of 
make chimeras of them. We would draw, <laughs> and then we would go around and we'd look at everybody's. And we did that with our guest speaker. Okay. And it was, we it made, was a good time. We made a crab giraffe. There was a crab and a, it was a blue crab and a giraffe. Mm-hmm. Yo, blue crabs got long ass legs. Yeah, and I gave it a long neck and it was great. Can... Long, long legs. It was beautiful. Whether it's you two or somebody listening, just for me, can I get an image of a crab in long fishnet stockings? <laughs> <laughs> this is the sort right. of things that we request. <laughs> you know oh what? Can God. you make the stockings uh, Evangelion themed as well? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, perfect. It's great. I, I immediately imagined fishnet stockings. Well, I mean, duh. Wow. Wait, no, is there like a crabnet variant? Like, is, is there like a. I don't think you should ever say crabnet next to me again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What does it mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't ever want to hear the words crabnet. Why is it all, all the things I've ever said that this is the thing that's finally. <laughs> God. That crosses the line. Baby mayonnaise, we're good with baby mayonnaise. <laughs> Crabnet, get out of here. Crabnet, um, awful. Wow. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> news is over. News has been canceled. The news Just has like been canceled. Just like everything else. I'll see you next month whenever the thing that Ray's going to be doing happens. Hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. is... Is the fifth horseman an owl? You don't know that? What do you mean I don't know that? You don't know It's that? the secret fifth horseman. Yep. I mean, yeah, I just... <laughs> That's like saying, yo, you know that invisible person? They have horns. <laughs> How am I supposed to know they have horns? They're invisible! <laughs> can listen, an owl even ride a horse? Listen, there's some yeah. things that you're not supposed to know. An owl can use its sharp old talons and stab the horse's back and give it a nice little uh, lesigal. Yeah, that's how you hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how should we how should we get into the show we watched this week? What this week? Can I oh, interest wait, you? This in? month. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? We're a monthly show, not a weekly show. I want to keep that point across. All right. Damn it! And you're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> this month we watched B Stars. That was the moment I discovered the small rabbit. And my instincts. The yes. critically acclaimed furry anime by the same studio that made Land of the Lustrious. That's pretty good. What up? Yeah. We forgot to prepare notes such as how it performed and all the studio stuff that made it. Alright, is that my job now? <laughs> yes. That, okay, that's part of my job. You, I didn't... Alright, okay. I'm sorry I failed you, listeners. We watched Beastars. Beastars is... <laughs> Oh boy, it's a show. It's it's a it's a show. It's, it is a show. It, it sure is a show. Is. It, it, it sure it. is. Yeah, the review over. We've we've done it, folks. Thanks. You let's, can go home now. <laughs> let's talk about the kind of like the big thing. Mm-hmm. Not the big thing, but let's just get the elephant out of the room. Is that this is a CG 3D show? Mostly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Kind of a little bit. For for the most part, it's it's 3D. And it is also literally every other form of animation under the sun. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not... What? <laughs> there are points in the anime that have, like, this kind of, per- like, what is it called? I don't know. What is it um, called? Experimental animation. There it is. Um, different forms of experimental animation. Um, the um, very well-known, I'm sure all of you know this if you've heard of Beastars, the opening is um, done with stop motion, which is really cool. Um, there's also a variety of points within the show that uh, 
do like fully traditional animation in the sort of um, very uh, how would you describe it? Just sort of like sketchy. a sketchy, like sort of cutscene moment to moment. Um, I'm trying to think like of something graphite. to compare it to. Um, if anyone's seen the um, the WoW Warlord cinematics, uh, the opening thing, what are they called? I don't remember. Those things. Animatic. Not quite. It's like a step above no. animatic, but like not full, like you don't have all the in-betweens and stuff. Okay. Limited animation. Yes. That's the word you're looking for. Anyway, th- this show had some work put into it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I honestly don't think this show could have been done as straight, strict 2D. No, it, it definitely would have lost something, I think. Orange, Studio Orange are the people who, guess what, recently with this show and their last one, Line of the Lustrious, they're kind of getting into, like, understanding we have to do things that only 3D animation can do. And they're doing it, and they're nailing it, and it's making hits. The the kind of whole uh, thought, or the general... What is it? What what is the general thought? What is that word that I'm looking for? The general consensus. Consensus. That's a word. I like that word. How about that oh, one? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy. The the general consensus about 3D anime has completely shifted since Orange just got onto the scene. Mm. Once they started doing work and showing everybody, "Hey, we can do stuff." They were like, "Oh my god, they can do stuff." <laughs> It's pretty good. There are moments and there are certain like specific characters that feel extremely out of place because Ooh. they're 2D. Ooh. All right. I, I want to talk about Baboon Lady, but she's like literally in the last two episodes. You know what? Talk about Baboon Lady. She's so unimportant. I mean, she shows up in multiple scenes and it bothers me so much that she's just in 2D for no reason and it's super noticeable. This also happens like earlier on with like specific students that I can't remember at the time. Yeah, just right like now. kind of whatever students that don't see You know, but the, like they show up once or twice and it's just like, what? Like, why are they 2D? It looks so weird. I want them I, to, I, like the models probably take a while to make and that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah, but they still. only show up like two times and they're not going to spend all that time modeling something. Well, hold on. Draw it. I have an argument against that, actually. Uh, the group that Lego She, which is our main character, Grey Wolf Boy, the, his, like, club, the drama club or whatever, there are several characters that we see, like, two or three times, but they have full detailed models. Like, mm. do you remember the, um, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is unscripted, everyone. I hope you know that. <laughs> the Lamb Girl. Ah, uh, her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She shows up at the beginning several times, kind of just in the background or whatever, and then never again. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Why even do a model if you're gonna do the 2D stuff for people who don't matter? You know. I imagine it's because like it was only a slight difference from Tem, which is uh. Well, we'll get to him in a second. Um, <laughs> you can say it. Tem got ran over by a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he got ran over by a train. Whoever is a difference. There is a difference. Whoever owned this lamb by the name of Tem, we have found your pet. <laughs> Dead. Actually, he is an alpaca. They do specify that. Oh, sorry. Oh, they're alpacas. I, I don't mean, want to be racist. I mean, I mean, we don't care about spoilers in this show. But, no. I mean, like this is literally like the first thing that happens is Tem dies. The only character I truly cared about ripped away from me in the first five seconds of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it takes you that long to form an emotional connection? Look at Tem. His name was his nickname was Longneck. Okay. <laughs> that 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 title could apply to a lot of characters in this show. Yeah, but look at Tem. His name is Longneck. Listen, did you see the giraffe girl? 
Yeah, that's no long neck, okay? We call her short stuff where I'm from. Bro. Wow. <laughs> she ain't got shit. She's also 2D, so she's not a real girl. Oh. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? You want to bring the 2D versus 3D girl uh, fight into this? Because we can do that as well. <laughs> Go off, man. I'm not getting into this. None of my business. Yeah, because you're just another one of them 2D girls. Oh, <laughs> you cur. <laughs> Whoa, God. don't bust the cur out, okay, you buffoon? I am not. I am no cur. I am not uncouth, all right? I'm not that oh, buffoon lady. That <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? The 1800s? Listen, my, my vocabulary is whatever the hell I wanted to be. <laughs> don't call me out alright whatever so what even the fuck happens in the first episode of them Tem dying <laughs> Tem dies well Tem dives mm -hmm. and then um... Um, most of the first episode is just like introducing characters I think which is weird because I felt like I didn't know any of the characters <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into this um, I know by you know the what end fuck it episode. it doesn't matter the end is what yeah Lily you're right the end is the what matters <laughs> I mean, let's go with the because there's stuff to talk about no, in episodes one through eight. There's, there's literally to nothing about. to talk about in episode we one except for the We don't want to talk about a hen lady, so, the stage fight, Bill. The fucking hen, the chicken. <laughs> I wasn't Christ. talking about the end of the fucking show. <laughs> I was talking about the end of episode one. <laughs> now you're pulling the cur moves over here, motherfucker. Oh, you dare. <laughs> You have the audacity to come in here and call me a buffoon. <laughs> you know what? I'll call you a baboon. Uh, 2D. You <laughs> brought it full circle, oh. folks. <laughs> I didn't come here to be insulted. <laughs> you know who else didn't want Anyways. to be insulted? Tim. Longneck didn't deserve yeah, well, he's, to die. Well, yeah, no, well, he's in somebody's belly. <laughs> he did get eaten. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Consumed. Tem so after Tem got bored. <laughs> One man. It's bad enough this is about furries. <laughs> a very serious production. Jesus Christ. Alright, so in general, the anime throughout kind of has this air of like, well, going into the anime, we thought it was going to be a little bit different. Uh, what did you think it was going to be, personally? Because I'll tell you what I thought it was after. From the people around me, I thought it was going to be a bit more kind of... I don't know. I had I had the connotation that it might have been something a bit more of like a detective show, or not exactly that, but something. I I didn't know that it was going to be a high school drama, but with furries, like a more of a mystery. I thought it was going to be more of like a mystery. There were going to be well, of course, there are still high stakes in this mm -hmm. anime, but I thought it was going to be a bit something more than than something that takes place entirely, mostly entirely in a high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought very similarly, and it was based on the art style, that it was going to be kind of a noir type situation. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, it, um, it, it feels like that, too. Like, when you start mm -hmm. getting into, like, especially, like, the, the end scene of episode one where Legoshi is holding on to Haru and is, like, about to fucking munch on that bunny. He, uh, it, it still kind of feels like, oh, this is the murder mystery part. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of get that. I mean, I kind of went in knowing a little bit more about the show and was expecting um, basically anime Zootopia, but with a romance plot, was this essentially what it is? It's pretty much exactly what it is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I was thinking that maybe there was some kind of a supernatural air to it with this, again, the scene at the end of episode one. Ooh, the yeah. fountain. I thought that there was something going on with the fountain where it was making Lagoshi kind of do that, but it ended up not really being that at all. Because I was thinking it was important because it was also in the uh, intro. What is this Danganronpa? <laughs> Don't tell me that it's exactly <laughs> the sort of murder plot at Danganronpa. <laughs> like, that's exactly. Like, like somebody put something- No, like somebody put something in the fountain and then it like- Like there was like some sort of psychological effect or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's on brand. Or, like, having someone believe that there was something going on with the Yeah, no, like, something really stupid. Isn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where the fucking stupid bear is just like, I put LSD <laughs> in the fountain and you're all gonna go crazy. <laughs> but it's really just like, he just put soap in there. <laughs> and we, you find out that he's been eating soap this whole time. <laughs> Anyways. I don't, I haven't seen or played anything Danganronpa. So I don't know any of this. I'm the only one here who has consumed Dangarampa media. I have, I cons think. I have technically consumed some, a little bit. It's my yes, but I've consumed all of it. You want to know yes. what's a good word? What? Consume. <laughs> I do love the word consume. Speaking of consume. Pe speaking of the... consume, Legacy's going to eat this bunny girl. <laughs> but then he doesn't because... I have a question, actually, yes. about this. So it, ha it happens later, too, like right at the end. I, th I mm -hmm. think it happens one more time, but I honestly can't remember. When he, like, glows red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, is that supposed to mean something? Or is that just supposed to look cool? <laughs> it might be a, just a visual aid of how he feels. Mm -hmm. It does convey that very well but i want to know yes. if there's like is that supposed to be like the wolf thing in this like in this show do all wolves do that well we see it in a different way because we're watching a show mm -hmm. is that the wolf thing or is it just him where you're saying is it only for the audience or can the yes uh, characters see it as well yeah because it, it feels almost a like a supernatural element in some ways even though i i think it's only a like a purely visual like indicator of what's going on to like oh this is all his like pent up like feral instincts coming out yeah. all at once and that's like the thing that's going on but it's yeah. because it's so visually impressive and all glowy and whatever it almost looks like a superpower or something yeah like this fucker's about to like turn into a man <laughs> the opposite of a werewolf he's just gonna turn into a, a dude Hold on. There, there might be a, there might be a word for that I'm gonna look at the it's called wereman <laughs> It's, it's called a wear man. It's called a wolf wear. No, no, you yeah, know it would be called it would be called a wolf wear. No, because wear man wouldn't make any sense because wear is means man, so that would just be a man man. Yeah, I'm a wear, <laughs> I'm a wear man. Man 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 human. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god. Uh, so, so like he does that. W one thing that I do super appreciate is another thing that kind of comes off as super powery, but it is strictly just for the audience when he smells things. I never before. Yeah. 
I thought it was kind of cheesy how they had to do like the whole like profile thing every time yeah. he went and sniffed stuff. Like they could have just done it the first time and then the audience would realize, oh, he's smelling. Yeah. You know, because as soon as you have the pink mist come around, it would have been like a like you would have already been clued into that. Like that's the visual indicator for smell. He like have him sniff it twice and just be like, Haru, and then you'd be done. That's yeah. all you need to do. You wasted like a couple of seconds. The um, first you one could have two times quick. they established very much that the pink is Haru's smell. So yeah, uh, yeah, they do kind of play with the smell profile thing later with like different colors of smells and show you what it is, so he knows. But they didn't do it nearly enough to constantly show us pink is Haru. You know, I mean, the thing is, is though in the scenes where it would have mattered, I would have immediately been like, "Ah, oh, yeah, he's smelling Haru." Mm-hmm. And if not, you I could mean, just have him say Haru like really quickly afterward, and they would have affirmed that. Yeah. I mean, I understood that the pink meant Haru, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, they did that enough times to where I, as an audience member, was like, "Oh yes, this is what this means." Yeah. So I don't know. So the very first time makes sense, and the last time when he's doing it during that fight also makes sense. <laughs> Because it, it just kind of gives it more emphasis of why he's there. But every other time in between, eh, we can, we can just, just shift it out to the side and we don't need it, you know? Yeah, the thing, though, is that I think that they did that twice during that episode. Did they? Yeah, I think because when he was on the bridge. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. Then, you know, the one he was on the bridge and yeah. then the one afterward, that's the one that bothers me because the one afterward didn't need to be there because it would have been very easy to, like, just, like, you didn't need to spend as much time on that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it stops Mm -hmm. the pace of the fight that's happening. You know, which is, like, really annoying because it's a really cool fight scene. And, like, I don't, like, they got out, like, a good animation and storyboard artists and whatever. And it's, like, baby 3D animation Lego. Yeah, I definitely stopped that. Maybe I've been spoiled, but the fight scenes in this show don't really good i i suppose it's like the because of the tone that they're aiming for is a very like slower sort of thing it's not it's meant to be like showy and over the top yeah and you want to know what i'm used to that's 3d animated and uh very fast and showy over the top <laughs> the illustrious uh that but i was actually going to talk about a different show that only me and oh. you have seen do you know what, do you know what it is right no, what is Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Ruby. Yes. Wait, I have seen Ruby. I have not watched. <laughs> is Ruby anime? Does that count? That's a discussion for another day. But All right. The initial, like, when you very first start watching, like, a 3D anime, it's weird to get used to. But once you're into it, you're like, I'm in this, you know? And you, like, get used to the way it looks and stuff like that. Uh, and then going back to 2D anime is just as jarring as it was beginning to watch the 3D one. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, every single time I tried to watch, because I was watching another show with my friend Rose during the time we were watching Beastars. And it was weird jumping back and forth because the art style is so insanely different <laughs> that, <laughs> that, it, that it genuinely is jarring for someone like me. Uh, but going actually back to the show. Would you say it's like trying to breathe through your nose again after being sick? You know what I would say it is? Hmm. It's like breathing through one side of your nose, waking up the next day and being able to breathe out the other side, but not the side you could the day before. You slipped up into a little <laughs> bit of Australian there. What happened? What? Did I go Australian? Did I go yeah, a little a bit in there? Sick. Did I just lay a bit all up sick. in there? Yeah, right quick in the sick. outback. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, boy. 
I'm gonna grill you up some nice lamb. Hey, this is one named Tim. Got him found him in high school. <laughs> uh, people eat each other in this show. That is so. Just so weird. It is really bizarre because we they want to build the connection between like actual human life and these characters. But when they lean so much more into the fact that they're animals, now that makes the world so much cooler and so much neat to think about. Mm-hmm. Like the black market stuff. Like, holy shit. Whoa, that's neat, you know? Thinking that there's this underground market for exclusively predators that is like just straight dead people. Like, people that you can know being sold and eaten and stuff like that. That's so interesting, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whether that actually happens in real life, uh, we can talk about that later. That is a... That's, that's for another time. Hey, we got some Korean barbecue here! Bro, please! <laughs> what the fuck? I've become... I'm the top-tier jokester here. <laughs> anyway. Clearly. Uh, when... <laughs> When they lean into all of, like, the way more animal stuff, like the episode with Mm -hmm. the hen, you know? Mm -hmm. That's crazy to think about. She's willingly giving up her eggs, even though I know they're not fertilized, obviously. Mm -hmm. She's willingly giving up her eggs so people can eat them, and that's normal? The thing is, the eggs used for the egg salad sandwiches he snacks on every Wednesday are actually my eggs. Mm. It's so fucking weird. I I, I, I really... It really feels like some shit out of DeviantArt. I'm so sorry. I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck? I loved it though. She's my favorite character. It was it was just like this is some this is this episode was made specifically so that somebody could fucking like whoever directed the episode was kind of like leaning into their own kind of quote unquote interests, if you know what I mean. Are you talking about OV position? It was probably it was probably part of the no. manga, so probably wasn't the manga yet. I haven't read the manga. I've heard it's good. Um mm-hmm. didn't the manga actually recently end? Did it? I don't know. There's some. I, I keep hearing about manga ending, so I think everything's over. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is over. Everything's been canceled. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, Everything is. I, I have to say that I think one of the strongest parts about Beastars is its setting overall, mm-hmm. besides the animation, which is gorgeous. It's, it's wonderful. It's its strongest component is probably its setting, which yes. is probably the most interesting thing about it, in my opinion. Like, just exploring that, like, the different ways that this, like, very strange society has to work and to accommodate people. Mm -hmm. But also, like, the weird things that happen due to the result of people just be wanting to eat each other. And, like, um, all the other stuff. Like, the way that different species interact. Like, the way, like, there's, like, like, subtle things. Like, you only hear it once. Way, way, way later in the show when um, Legoshi and Haru book themselves into a love hotel, um, like there's a sign out front that's like, interspecies couples welcome. And it's just like, oh yeah, that probably would be a thing here, wouldn't it? Because mm-hmm. of course it would. <laughs> it's crazy. So like you said earlier, this is literally just Zootopia. Uh, <laughs> it's anime Zootopia. For but... sure. They shine yeah. so much more light into the world than Zootopia does. And I think that's why so many more people find it interesting. Mm-hmm. And of course, that might be like the reasoning of that was a feature film and this one is a show and there's a lot more time to world build. Oh, yeah. They gave this show eight episodes of world building and then three episodes of story. 
You know, it's, 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 I mean, yeah, it's far more interesting in Zootopia because I think they, they're not really afraid to explore like the weirder questions of their world Mm -hmm. at all. Like they're just going in just like, yeah, no, yeah. Like there's going to be like these screwed up mafia people who kidnap like (laughs) students. I mean, to be fair, there is a mafia in Zootopia. Yeah. Yeah. That same thing happens. They don't eat people. (laughs) That's fair though. Do they? I don't know. You gotta watch that movie again. (laughs) I gotta watch that movie again. All right. Going on that, the way we literally haven't even mentioned him, despite how important he is, Luis, Ruiz, whatever. Ruiz. Yeah, him. The way he very, he's the first one to mention the black market. And he just says Mm -hmm. it. He's like, One more thing. Do not even think about going to the black market. Don't go to the black market. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? As an audience, you're like, and then they they answered that episode, but it's like, holy shit! What? That's just you gotta say that. That's not something that people just don't do. <laughs> but it makes sense because it's for predators, and he was looking at the prey. Yeah, isn't he? okay. We 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 jumped over a super important scene that I do want to go back to and talk. About. All right, we're gonna go back to that. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Haru getting undressed scene. Oh yeah, that scene. I like this scene. <laughs> that was the scene where I was just like, "What? It's this kind of fucking anime." All right. I knew this. Mm-hmm. I knew it was this kind of anime from the start. <laughs> I did too, but I, I was I was just oh I was waiting. It made me so happy seeing it. I knew it got kind of like that because i had seen before i watched the anime there was a clip there was like the clip where um ruis was like confronting um legoshi and he was just like do it eat me or whatever (laughs) and i was like what is going on and so i knew it was kind of strange in that way yeah i like that scene a lot because it shows us it gives us way more of an introduction to the characters than literally every other scene about them beforehand because mm-hmm. look, yep. it shows us more into Haru and how she thinks, mm-hmm. and we get her reasoning later on, but we still get kind of what she does, and we see more into Legoshi and how he's kind of a little bit of a coward, but still a nice guy, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Lily and Ray, I told I told you guys this obviously, but I'm gonna say it for the show. Uh, <laughs> the way this scene played out is pretty much exactly what happened to me in high school one time. <laughs> I, I can't I can't eat I just <laughs> there are several moments in this anime where it's just like this is the only anime that's done this too by the way where it's been like this has happened to me this is something I've I've done this this has happened like the stuff with Juno that has happened you know that scene with Haru yep uh later on the like love hotel scene how that begins yep uh just a lot a lot of stuff has happened, and it's like, that's that's great. I'm glad that I can draw connections to a show about furries, and I love it. <laughs> You've explained all of this to me, and I still find it very strange that this has happened somehow. Uh, I live a crazy life. <laughs> Comparatively, I always watch, like, whenever I watch shows where it's like, oh, this takes place in high school... And, like, all this crazy shit is happening, like, parties and people are drinking and, like, there's all this drama with, like, relationships and stuff like that. I don't, I don't ever, like, I didn't have that Mm -hmm. in high school. I had just school and some friends that I would hang out with. Nothing really happened. There wasn't ever really drama. Mm -hmm. And there was also, like, I, I guess I was never into, like, the popular scene 
you know, where, and I never got invited to, like, house parties, and I had never, you know, it's stuff like, stuff like that, where it's just, like, I, I look at that kind of stuff, and I'm, like, that's not how that was for me, I guess, and it was, it's just, like, I feel kind of under a rock. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of blown up a little bit just to kind of make it a little bit more interesting for like shows and stuff but stuff yeah. like that does happen especially at the school that I went to uh, for high school mm -hmm. drama like I was never a part of drama I made a point to like stay away from it and stuff like that house parties once yeah. again every invitation or stuff that I was invited to I said no I didn't want to deal with any of that that stuff did happen though maybe not to the extreme that it's kind of blown up to be but oh fuck what is the name of that movie there is a movie about an Australian guy who threw a party and literally people he never knew like was showing up because everybody was in inviting everybody else do you know what I'm talking about not that you can... I, I, I'm following what you're saying. Hold on. I'm going to look this up so I know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, it's that episode of Phineas and Ferb where they went <laughs> to a small house party, but they ended up inviting everybody. The movie is called Project X. Do you remember this? No. no. Never heard of it. Project X. You know, Candace party. I'll read you kind of the short thing that they have on Wikipedia. Project X is a 2012 American comedy film directed by Nima, oh God, and written by Michael uh, Bacali and Matt Drake based on a story by Bacali and produced by uh, director Todd Phillips. This film follows three friends, Thomas, Koska? Uh, yeah, Koska and JB, who plan to gain popularity by throwing a party, a plan that quickly escalates out of control. Their house got destroyed? It, like it was insane and this is all based on a true story too it's Ooh. it's fucking nuts if you have to watch a film about a high school uh, party that's the one to watch <laughs> this sounds interesting it's really it really is i remember watching it uh, when it came out and i was like holy fuck anyway even that's like blown out of proportion even though it fucking happened it's still a little insane, and it's not realistic. Mm. Uh, for the majority of people, though, the kind of ew drama and the drinking and drugs, house partying and stuff like that, that doesn't happen, you know? You kind of just stick to your friends, and, like, a party to you is, I'm gonna hang out with, with a couple bros, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, I always... You go. I guess I always just thought, like, oh, this is how everybody else experiences high school well, like, okay. even college right. sometimes no let, let me like you've seen a college movie at least once yeah you've I been to so. college it is nothing like how college is not in the yeah. slightest um, movies are not a good indicator different. for how the way life works i know do you think if i was sitting in class and there was a chicken woman next to me while i was eating an egg sandwich i would <laughs> i would believe those were her eggs you think that would happen? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I'm not going to say I wouldn't eat eggs from a chicken woman, but I'm not going to say I wouldn't eat eggs from a chicken woman. <laughs> or do you just like, you just like notice that you're sitting next to a, to a chicken in class and just like lean over and like don't break eye contact for the entirety of your lunch? <laughs> That's a power move right there. <laughs> if, that, if that was normal for the world, I probably would do that. But if I randomly just saw a chicken woman in real life, oh my god, I would be terrified. Why exactly <laughs> are you proposing this scenario? This is oddly specific. Just, just think about, okay, alright. 
What if you saw Haru in real life, okay? This bunny with human hands and human legs is about, like, mm, three to four feet tall, okay? We'll, we'll say that. Uh, and she's just walking around with a cute little dress on and stuff like that. That's fucking terrifying. Stop. I want you to devolve. Okay? Like, just stop. I don't want this anymore. Okay? Rabbit hands. Human hands for Bond. You, you remember the one 2D horse you guys saw and it had human hands? You guys loved that. <laughs> oh man, the 2D horse with the human hands! I placed that out of my memory. Why didn't you remind me? No! <laughs> oh, I'm you get used to it now. eventually. You kind of get used to it watching this anime. Uh, yeah. Oh, but that horse, no. Not the horse. Not you know the one horse. who doesn't everything every every part of the course is, of horse's anatomy that you change it gets more cursed it doesn't matter what you do to the horse it just more cursed I think there's one animal that doesn't have human hands and it's like the peacock dude or like any bird yeah but he's got like, like he's got like wings. falco hands yeah which is cool because falco would not be terrifying to see in real life are you sure it's fucking falco he would just be an asshole. <laughs> Bird right. wings as hands have been done so much that it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Like, watch, like, if you've ever, this is this is gonna bring people back from the past, um, Stella Luna. So in Stella Luna, they, uh, th- there are, a, most of the characters are birds, and, like, there's, like, one bat character, but they, their hands, if you, I think they're called primary feathers, the yeah. long feathers, I guess, on the end of the wing. Yep, those, those are, are primaries. Those are used as like fingers, and it's it's arms and wings. Uh, they have the same bone structure, so it's really easy to kind of yeah. make that connection. And that's why I guess we don't see it as weird. Um, and therefore we can kind of like I don't know, put that more together. But um, for sure, horses with human hands is not um <laughs> not, it's not okay. good. As someone who's been in the furry community for like a really long time i've seen the bird thing a ton and it kind of see it's like the default when you (laughs) see not wings as hands it's weird horses with human hands though is a lot more common than you guys seem to think so (laughs) uh and I, i mean i was used to it so when i saw it it wasn't weird but I guess you guys are... <laughs> no, yeah, no, we're not used to it. Yeah. I mean, I'd argue with the birds with human hands might not be as weird to me as you guys seem to think, because uh, have you guys have you guys been to r slash birds with arms? I think I... I don't know I haven't, it's but I great think sub. I know what you're Amazing talking about. Amazing sub. Wonderful sub. It's just birds with arms. I'm unsubscribed. Did they just draw the arms off the birds? <laughs> no, they Photoshop human arms onto birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it's what you're great. about then. And it's it's really weird. I want I do want to talk about Ruiz. Um I was actually we, gonna bring it up, yeah. Yeah, he has human hands and he's you know, he's a deer. Yeah. He's <laughs> supposed to have hoofs, just like a horse. <laughs> Why is the horse more creepy than the deer having hands? What is that? It's any part of the horse's anatomy that you change makes it infinitely more cursed. Have you like seen the pictures people have made of like editing the horse's mouth to like make it like, like the whole jaw mouth. like a dog mouth or like give them forward facing eyes yeah i hate it it's it's awful it's bad uh so speaking of mm-hmm. are we going with ruiz or lewis ruiz ruiz okay then that would be louise oh okay whatever fuck off i don't care anymore <laughs> <laughs> the fucking deer bitch that guy him yeah he oh boy he fucks he do i he mean do. yeah they showed it uh <laughs> 
All right, you know what? This Scream. isn't this isn't what I was gonna talk about, but we're gonna fucking talk about this, okay? All right. Okay. So obviously, a deer and a rabbit aren't supposed to be having oh, sexual intercourse. You know that mm-hmm. that's not a normal mm-hmm. thing. How... Mm-hmm. There are a lot Go of on. things that aren't normal that are in this anime. I have two questions. One question yes. is how does he fit? The second question is did he ever fucking finish inside of her? These are these are two very important questions because if he finishes inside her, then that branches off into are there deer rabbit babies or does it delegate to who the female is or who the male is? Why do they even get pregnant? Like all this shit just kind of explodes from that one nut, you know? That one nut. <laughs> that one nut. <laughs> and even more so, how the fuck? And I mentioned this while we were watching it in the love hotel scene. How in the Fuck, would Legoshi fit inside of Haru? You know how small she is? You know how big a wolf cock is? No! (laughs) How many platforms do you think we're going to be able to stay on by the end of the show? I've seen quite a few horse cocks in my day. And also, (laughs) and also wolf cocks. I said horse by accident. Like I said before, how many platforms do you think we're going to be able to stay on by the end of the show? He would destroy her. Uh, I'm not. What? I'm you not can't... promoting this episode to my personal group of friends. You have to because this is a this is a question, okay? If they have a black market where carnivores can eat herbivores and shit like that, okay? Uh, how? <laughs> I want to know, is it like, do they, this is one thing that I propose. Are penises normalized? Normalized. Hmm. I know what you mean, but that sounded funny. No, but like the, like the, the difference in size between various species is too much what if, for that to have been I mean, accounted for. There are a, I feel like they kind of, instead of like, I know there's like all these like size differences of all the characters and stuff, but I feel like they kind of make the smaller car- smaller like animals larger and the larger animals smaller to kind of put a little bit of a median in there. You saw the mice? Yeah. Remember that one time where he almost yeah. stepped on the mice? What if you fell in love with a mouse? Well, don't talk about this. That's literally like one nuts of bukkake. It's just we're getting we're running into like okay, just <laughs> people have been over this with Skitty and Waylord before. Now here's another thing, they got human hands. Do they have human penises? I want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't. We're not going to get sponsored. That's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, one condoms. I love your product. Hear me out. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I love your glow-in-the-dark brand. It's great. It makes my dick feel like a lightsaber. Please, sponsor us. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> We get, if we get sponsored by condoms, I'm leaving. You're not leaving. That's going to be the greatest. Anime condoms? No! Whoa, bringing it back. And fucking Evangelion condoms. Do those exist? Oh my god. I'm going to go with a probably. Can I have an Eva penis? <laughs> no! What is... This is what I wanted to talk about before with Ruiz. Um, mm-hmm. Should we put an age rating on this? We're, we're already labeled as mature. All right. Ruiz wants to be the next B-star. 
which we know what a B-star is because they explain it, and I'm glad they do that. Uh, uh, but I don't feel like they do it enough to justify why is he, why does he want it so badly, you know? I think it's mostly because... I mean, you learn more about his character motivations uh, later on. And his, like, um, relationship with predators, carnivores, rather, sorry, Zootopia on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think he wants it so he can get more power, because that would be, like, the ultimate, like, taking power back from himself. Yeah. For himself. So, you know. We also kind of see his motivations and, like, the stemming of it um, in, like, the, what was it, the 10th episode? Where there's, yeah. like, a bit of a backstory for him. Yeah. And that kind of solidified that for me, I guess. But why is it B-Star? Like, what is what is the rank of B-Star? Is that, like, Miss America? I think it's, like, head of the student body or something, but it seems to be more than that because, like, the, all the characters seem to believe it can, like, affect the local population beyond the school. Yeah, and the, even the fucking mayor's on it, too, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, if, it, if the mayor talks about Ruiz or, let's just say anyone, okay? If the mayor is in on a specific creature becoming the next B-star, what power do you gain? Is it just an idol role? Is it just something like, I want to be like that? That's like man or woman of the year, you know? Or is it something more important, like sub-mayor or president of something or whatever? What is a B-star? It's the name of the show for a reason, right? Mm hmm I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it just, like, because it's anime and, like, the student president is just, like, an all-powerful entity? It could be That's that. That's just how it works. Where it's, like, high school is, like, in more, like, of a higher regard than, like, other things. Because anime? Yeah, I feel like in real life, people don't, like... Like, even... I don't think anybody really cared about who the student body president was for any any school I've ever been to. Like, it's just not something that people care about. But in anime, it's like, wow, you know. I, it could be it could be a thing that's just like, oh, he, this is like an honors student or something like that. Or like high honors. It definitely feels like much more than that, but maybe it is just that. I mean, Juno wants it too. Juno is my other character that I like a lot. I love her. Mm. Uh, you've, you've said as such. She's side ho. <laughs> she definitely would stab a bitch. <laughs> oh, she would. She would. She wouldn't hesitate either. <laughs> Wait, is is that one scene right at the end, the first time Juno and Har Haru meet? Ah, I think it might be. Yeah, it might actually be the last episode. That's kind of funny, because the first, like, real conversation they have is, I know the truth by smelling you. You guys didn't have sex. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like her, though. She's cute. She's mean. I like the mean ones. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's just, she's great. But she, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more motivation for her because right now she only wants to be B-Star, I think, because of Ruiz. She wants to, like, not lose to him or something. What was I her think, reasoning? No, I think it's mostly because she wanted, um, she wanted, like, more power for carnivores or something and sees, like, uh, see carn sees carnivores as being, like, the more oppressed group or something and, like, wants to take that back. You kind of see it in her speech in the oh, last yeah. episode where she takes um, Legoshi up on stage and she's just like, ah, oh, yeah, no, look, look at this predator. Like, their job is to, like, protect um, the herbivores and whatever. Yeah, for sure. And You're right. To be fair, though, mm -hmm. carnivores are kind of oppressed a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it, it's, it's like an, it's... 
It's an interesting dynamic because it's like not the same like very black and white like racial allegory that like Zootopia has and where both sides of the society have some very interesting and unique problems to where um, many herbivores just kind of fear for their lives constantly and carnivores have to like keep themselves in check to make sure not to eat their friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imagine imagine if I wanted to eat you. No, I'm not going to. I don't want to imagine that at all. Hold on, real talk. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. In the Beastars universe, what would you guys be? Are you asking me what my fursona is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be a tanuki, just because they're cool. Yeah, but the only tanuki in the show is a hoe. I don't know if that was a tanuki. There was one tanuki. I think that was a. I think that was like a badger or something. There was one tanuki, and it was like this guy. There wasn't a. There wasn't like a, I don't think there was a female tanuki. Yo, they be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's it's. Um, I've thought about this question a lot. Don't at me. It's either a cat, um, a rabbit, or some kind of bird. Yeah, would you be a, a crow or something? No. You wouldn't. I you wouldn't be a no, Chad nothing bunny. Like Haru. You wouldn't be a Chad bunny. A Chad bunny. Hmm. She be fucking. No. <laughs> I think that you would be either like a crow or like a cat. Just steal people's lunch and then scream at them. <laughs> 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 so my answer stays with me because of what someone else said. I'm not even going to give you context. I'm just going to say it and I'll let your imaginations run wild. I want you guys to guess and I'll tell you after the show. All right. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Someone who got me into the furry fandom, said I would be a horse. Um, but why, though? I want you guys to guess. Entertain me. Uh, other than, like... Everything's on the table. Wild guesses included. I want to say, because, like, your hair, maybe? That's a good guess, because I do have amazing locks. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. You can do it. Does it can you can't see directly in front of you or something? What are you? Can you please see it like ninety degree angles? It's obviously because I look weird with human hands. Uh, <laughs> obviously. obviously. What else could it possibly what be? What else could it be other than the real answer? Is it because you get spooked at loud noises very easily? I really don't. I don't get spooked at loud noises. I am the loud noise. You are. What? What? What is like? Do you have the potential to kill somebody just because you like somebody accidentally got in your way? That is possible. Oh my god! Oh boy. <laughs> it's just ability to trample somebody, destroy because, them with your massive size. Is it because you like oats? <laughs> I is because you like oats. <laughs> like fresh oats. Oats. I like me some fresh oats. Oats. We're done. I'm canceling this show here. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. No more. Anyway, we we don't really learn much about B Star for kind of how coveted of a role it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's more like explored more in the manga. Maybe they explain it in season two more. Who knows? Uh, That's something we did not mention before. Uh, Season two for this show has been confirmed. Fucking. This is cool. Can we talk about that? Can we? Yeah, we can talk about That's that. That fucking teaser at the end mm-hmm. was probably the mm-hmm. dumbest 
tease I've ever watched in my life. Can you remind me what it is? Because I've forgotten. All right. Yeah, so I forgot. We're seeing everything <laughs> from first person perspective. Oh yeah, that is so oh, yeah. weird. Like obviously, whoever we're looking through eyes took some drugs mm-hmm. and and they they, they uh, oh yeah inhaled some nice thick LSD and uh, <laughs> got some soap. Uh, they went. <laughs> And they went to uh, our boy, Legoshi, and he was like, yo, we've been looking for you. And then it kind of like wigs out, and that's the end. See, it's season two. That's dumb. That's not a teaser. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's, it, it wasn't even like a good cliffhanger either, because it's like, why? I would rather just see see you in season two than this bullshit you've wiped all over my screen. I feel like maybe the creators want suspense a bit more they want that air of suspense that didn't convey it properly i mean i suppose like i am curious to see what it's about i'm just pissed and off. i so i it <laughs> it accomplishes its goal pisses me off <laughs> what exactly <laughs> i mean what exactly part, what part of it makes you the most angry the fact that it's completely unrelated to the rest of the show you I mean, cliffhangers mm-hmm. as a thing is like here's everything we've learned up to this point here's a twist that changes everything cliffhanger that was not a twist that doesn't correlate to anything we know unless the person we're seeing into like their eyes is uh Ruiz which we've we're told directly before the credits has been missing for them. Mm-hmm. but even then like that's not that's not conveyed to us you know if it cut you know, to his like, face was... then oh what like what that would have been better but it never did Maybe it was Reese. Probably was. Uh, well, the thing is, is that we don't know. It's like the identity of the person who it was is specifically kept hidden because of the choice of the camera. It was Bill. I, I, I have a feeling it was, it was Bill. A Bill? I thought it was Bill. Yeah. Bill. You know what? Bill. Bill. It, it actually Bill. Bill. might be Bill because Ruiz would never do like animal blood and stuff like that. He's he's Ruiz would never do drugs. Yeah. He is a good citizen. Well, um... <laughs> Uh, but Bill has been noted to do several things like that. Mm-hmm. Huff of the finger, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So what else did we want to talk we about? We want to talk about the last fight scene. I want to. Oh, I mean, I mean, do you want to talk about, like, the last um, last couple of episodes? Okay. And how, like... Yeah. Let me get this point across, since I was the first one to hey. say it in, in the world ever. I like this show. I like Beastars a lot. I really enjoyed it every single episode if you want pure story and you want a really good time and you don't care about the world just watch episode 9 10 and 11 and nothing else because that is all this show can do for you in terms of a like straight cohesive great to follow really impactful twists and turns for a show those three episodes make this show the rest of the episodes literally unimportant but still fun to watch Hmm. let's talk about what's in those three episodes boy that ninth episode i still stand by the fact that's the best despite what happened in the 11th (laughs) all right all right what do you think the 11th one is better we'll get to it we'll get to it okay so so the ninth one this is the one where uh we find out about ruiz's uh backstory so it wasn't Mm -hmm. later than like we thought it was uh we we learned that he was sold as livestock like i don't know if like 
he was born into it or his family needed money or anything like that? The thing is, like, he says he's five at the time, so I assume that if he, like, he was probably, like, he might as well have been born into it. Like, he didn't know how to read or write at the time, he was just kind of there. He also didn't know how to speak. Yeah, it was the only thing he knew. And that's, that's insane. Once again, black market stuff's really interesting to me. I wish we can get more into that. We get a lot into it. I want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Season two. Hope. Yeah. It's probably going to be more Zootopia. Uh, <laughs> I also, <laughs> I also really like the limited animation in that scene. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It, it gets its point across. So he gets adopted by another deer, who I think is like a high-ranking deer. Like he owns like a business mm-hmm. or something, right? Mm-hmm. Who was yeah. he? Yeah. I think they I, mentioned. They say they say it briefly, but it's like not enough for me to remember. Right here, written down. It's not really. It's it's not really important. Right here, written down. He says the he's the head of the horns conglomerate. Conglomerate. I don't know how to speak English. Um, <laughs> yeah, that word. He's the head of that. Mm-hmm. What is that? Has that been mentioned before? No, only in this instance, I believe. If it's like mentioned like slightly, I missed it. I think I definitely did as well. If it was, you know, um, it seems like the sort of stuff this show would do because they're pretty good about like hinting at things very lightly early mm-hmm. on. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they probably they establish things very well. Oh, that does remind me. They never resolved who killed Tem. Maybe it was the person. At least not. A, no, because the thing is, is that he was murdered on campus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying. So it wasn't. It wasn't the Shishigumi. No, no, no. I was saying maybe it's the person that we saw like the through like the first person at the end. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's probably something that's going to be explained in season two. Probably, hopefully. Yeah. I actually don't think it will ever be explained because mm. that, while I would like it to be. It seems more like a situation where it's just to jumpstart things. It's like, this is how this world is. Stuff like this happens. Fuck off, you know? Yeah, but it's like a neat plot thread that you can use to, like, um, especially, like, motivate Legoshi to do something because he was good friends with Tem. Well, hold on. Uh, All the motivation my boy needs is some bunny. My god. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you're not. Did you see how fucking I'm done? Fuck the rest of this episode. Did you see how hyped that shit was? Like on the bridge, <laughs> like holy oh fuck! God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that entire episode is oh really crazy. <laughs> like, ah, oh, like it's so good. Like seeing him, like be sneaky and then get caught, and he's like, "Fuck you!" He blew the fucker's ear off. Like, holy shit! Yeah, damn. <laughs> Yeah, this show goes up to 11, uh, in episode 11, actually, specifically. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> they did it on purpose, I dare you. Mm-hmm. It, went from, it went from high school drama with furries to let's go beat the fuck out of the mafia. <laughs> she, she even says, oh god, was it like herbivore Yakuza or something like that? What did she say? She said something Yakuza. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She did what? say that it was It was right outside the, the Love Hotel. She said, well, you did save me from, like, the something Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, I forget what she said. Anyway, whatever. But holy shit! (laughs) It's just insane. Because there's like stuff like that obviously would happen anywhere. And going once again to the black market, that stuff's gruesome in thought. The fact that we're fucking seeing like people literally get ripped up (laughs) is crazy. I made a mistake. It starts in episode 10, but it goes through to 11. Oh, yeah. Mm. 11 is where, like, a thing that didn't... Fuck it. We're talking about everything, aren't we? We're, talk- we're talking about we're everything. Talking about everything. Yeah. So, uh, Shishigumi is his name? Mm-hmm. W- That's we- the group. 
I thought it was a guy. No, I thought it was the guy no, too. Oh, it's, it's the just group. the group. And what's the guy's yeah. name? Okay. He don't have one. I think he's just the boss. Okay. Boss. Um. Boss man. Yo, boss man. <laughs> uh, him and fucking Legoshi have this fight, and that's that's it's really good. It's really slow, but you know, it kind of they're both tired. One was about to have a meal and probably has a boner, and the other. Uh, it just got done ripping through about half of the Yakuza. So that was great. That was cool. He doesn't bite his neck, which they frame it that way. And I really wish he did bite his neck. God, that would have been so gruesome. <laughs> Fucking rip his throat out. That shit's like, that's badass. You know? The the tone of the show... The show? The tone is his show. The tone of the show <laughs> changes fucking completely. Uh, in these three episodes. That's why these episodes are oh, like yeah. the meat. Like that is, that's <laughs> where literally yeah. everything happens. Yeah. We learn in episode nine, the motivations of every single character very clearly, way better than what was described in any other episode. We learn how far they're willing to go, who they're willing to go that far for, and all of the shit you need to know about a fucking show you're watching is in episode 9. That's why you can start at 9. You might be a little confused at the beginning, but guess what? That clears up quick. It's like, holy shit. I was lost throughout most of this show, except for the hen episode. I liked that episode. I was lost <laughs> for most of this show, but when 9, 10, and 11 hit, I was able to follow very quickly and easily. I don't know why I wasn't able to follow the rest of the show very easily, but th he got this. It's like, he caught me. There it is. I like this. Oh, yeah. But so after the fight with Boss Man, uh, mm -hmm. we presume he's dead. And then him and Haru are kind of, not him, uh, Legoshi and Haru are kind of walking mm -hmm. away. And mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a personal problem with this, which I'll explain after I explain the scene. All right. All right. All right. Rui shows up. And fucking busts a cap in Boss Man's ass. Like, right in his brain. Was still left alive. Yeah, he because Legoshi didn't have the heart to kill him or something. Because he's a good guy. Yeah. Or something. Fuck. I don't know. Fuck it. We need more gray morals. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, would, I, I honestly wanted him to rip his throat out and then just have that be it. I liked the scene where um, right after he, air quotes, killed him. And he grabs mm -hmm. Haru's hand. Like, that whole little interaction just felt really, like, right. This could be something that you may not want to watch. Huh? I'm sorry. Otto. These claws are for you. These fangs are for you. I'm going to be a beast. Was, that was yeah. like um like the music beforehand was like super cheesy and I was like not quite into that but that moment in particular oh, yeah. that was like that was shot perfectly yeah. like the whole the tone of that scene was perfect mm -hmm. it was it felt like a good conclusion conclusion and I just like I felt I felt the emotions in me rise man <laughs> I love that Dan's emotions I love that right before the fight he says I'm sorry you have to see this oh yeah. <laughs> And then, and then he just goes, yeah, shit. he goes fucking insane. 
and it like turns into like some fucking Resident Evil boss. And then at the end of that, he's just like back to nice guy. And it's like, what up? <laughs> and it's, I think that it's just, it shows like the, the inner conflict of his character really well too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Of the, like the sort of like innate, like feral instincts of the wolf that he tries to fight in order to be like a nicer person for the people around yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful moment for his character too, because he like embraces that side of himself in order to protect the people he loves. And it's, oh, it's good. Too, too bad his wolf dick won't fit inside her, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so. The scene, I think the scene where Ruiz shows up was very, it was, I feel like it was a cool moment because we were all just like together. We were just like, oh shit, he's here. You know, it, that was, it was a cool time, but I don't know. He, but you have some problems with yeah, it. Yeah, I do, specifically. So I like that scene. I think it plays mm-hmm. out very well. It makes sense for Ruiz as an individual uh, to, mm-hmm. to go do that because obviously he had the whole thing where he was in, like, food slavery, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. That shit capped off his feelings very nicely and, like, being like, oh, I'm number four. <laughs> Sorry, old man. I just needed to teach you a lesson. Who the hell are you? Drop your gun! I'm number four. Product ID number four. And then, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. My problem with it is that he shows up out of nowhere. (laughs) Uh, Earlier, which we didn't explain, but obviously if you're listening to this... You probably have already watched the damn show. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd hope so. Otherwise, we've spoiled the whole thing for you, and I am terribly sorry. Uh, in episode 13, Legoshi dies. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so earlier in this episode... Oh, no, it was it was the episode before this. So in, in like the whole fight, like the siege against this Yakuza group, right? Panda Man... Oh, God, what's your name, Panda Man? Uh, go go him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Gohin shows up, which is cool because he showed up earlier in the Black Market scene. Is like he's a psychiatrist, dude. That's neat. I like that Gohin shows up the first time when he's being like beat the fucked up at, at the alley because that makes sense. That's in the Black Market. Mm-hmm. But the siege on the actual like building that the Yakuza are in, I don't think that should have been Gohin. I think that should have been Ruiz because that would have made the scene connect with what happened in episode 11 and it would have made a little bit more conflict between Ruiz and Legoshi kind of happen because they could have like had an argument or something like that uh Ray me and you were talking about this yes uh, the other day you said that a good point or a good thing about having Gohan there was that if Ruiz was there then uh, Legoshi would have to think that he was there for Haru my counter against that was all he would have to say is I'm not here for Haru which would then mm-hmm. make Legoshi hate Ruiz more mm-hmm. but still mm-hmm. drive home that Ruiz is there for himself you know mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that would be an equally powerful moment to the him blowing boss man's brains out yeah I just I feel like it would 
it would kind of change Ruiz's character in like a weird way that I'm having a difficult time explaining. Yeah, because it don't wouldn't make sense for his. Why wouldn't character. it make sense? Because he showed up there anyway. So why wouldn't he just show up earlier? You're right. It just it it it, it changes the way that Lagoshi thinks about him. Yeah. And in a very complicated way. Yeah. I feel like the fact that no one really knows about that, like his real kind of intentions, or not his real intentions, but like his inner kind of, his thing, things that he is going through are kind of isolated to him and him alone. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a bit more, I don't know. Another thing I mentioned is that I don't, we don't know what the, um, I mean, none of us have read the manga, so we don't really know the direction that Ruiz's character goes from this point. Mm-hmm. So not having him show up or um, the Goshi knows that he was there might be important for later because it also, at the same time, because the Goshi doesn't know that Ruiz was there and Haru doesn't know that either, that um, him being missing has a little bit more weight because now none of nine now neither of them really know why he's missing because they don't they didn't get that like oh he was there with us what happened to him did yeah. like they get him or something is like he's is he off on his own like why is he missing I think we, the fact just saw that him. they see him like if if let's say my proposed storyline happened mm-hmm. I think the fact that they would have seen him and he goes missing would have had more weight than him just disappearing because he could have died, and they know why, and they're being quiet about it. Mm. That's interesting. But I feel like on the other side, if he didn't show up until then, it would kind of make that one scene uh, where he does show up less impactful. I don't know if they could have like um, shifted that impact on a different scene, but for where what we have seen I feel like that would have been it, um, it would have definitely have taken away from it but the fact that he pulls the fucking trigger is the main point of that scene and that still would hit hard it, I don't hate that scene and I do like it and it comes as a shock value and it's neat it's just it comes from nowhere because we have no indication that Ruiz is going to show up and he does. It's not even like there's no foreshadowing beforehand where we see him walk in front of the screen or like sprint past or something. And it's like, what the f- was that? What? And, and then we see him later. There's none of that. He just shows up. You know, that, that that point does bother me a little bit too, but I feel like you could have, like, um, introduced that thing of being, like, somebody, you, like, have a, like, one of the many flashbacks to the school or something, just being, like, one of the students just being like, oh, hey, have you, has anybody seen Ruiz? He's, like, he was supposed to do a thing and he's gone missing. Like, do you think he's, like, doing something? And then, like, if you wanted to, like, really hammer the point in home for, like, the stupider members of the audience, you could have one of the people who, like, knew that Haru was kidnapped be like... Oh, doesn't he like Haru or something? Yeah, that definitely would be a little bit more of an elegant way to keep the the panda going, coming in, and not have mm-hmm. to change much. So that would be more elegant. I still like mine mm-hmm. better, but... <laughs> uh, Fair yeah. enough. Why didn't they do that, now that I'm thinking about it? Because they talk about yeah. Haru being missing, and they talk about Legoshi being missing. Well, I think the thing, though, is that they don't know that he and Haru are a thing. Like, ever, I think everybody... In I suppose you're right. Yeah. I mean, but you still could have been like, uh, like, oh, has anyone seen uh, Ruiz anywhere? I need to, like, get a thing from him. And it's just like, no, I haven't seen him. Even the school staff wonders where those two are. 
so they would also wonder where their star student is. Mm-hmm. So it, and if you'd like, to, if you don't want it to be public information, you could have like the mayor in the background being just kind of like nervous, and it's just like, then like have like something of Ruiz's or something that he just like glances at, and then just like the scene moves on. That would just make me ask more questions and probably piss me off, but yeah, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like you already saw the mayor kind of pushing that, um, that thing with Haru to the wayside. Like, you don't see him take any action. He's just like, I can't do anything about this. Alright. Elegant solution? A scene, have the mayor talk to the baboon lady, and just being like, hey, have you seen Ruiz anywhere? And that's it. That's the only thing that happens. <laughs> Never mention the mayor next to the baboon lady. <laughs> again. That man has had plastic, plastic surgery. No, that's not plastic surgery. It's dentures. It's No, no he said dead. plastic surgery to Is make me look kind. Su- yeah. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, and also dentures. Is this what's up with is that what's up with his eyeballs? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering why he looks so weird to me, and then I realized, oh, he doesn't have anime eyes. Like Yeah, he is really the, the only character. character who doesn't have that, does he? I mean, outside of like maybe Gohan, but like he's a panda and it's like a particular thing and it doesn't, he doesn't really bother you. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have eyes. eyes. He just has the, the spots. I don't know Why? if it's supposed to be I, I don't know if it's supposed to be like like um the entire spot around his eye is black and then his eye is also black and it's like you can't see it because of that. Or if he's just got like if he's just like maximum pirate double eye patch, let's go. I don't know where I saw it before, but I've seen the complete blacked out eye uh like a pad. Mm-hmm. On a panda in something animated before. Hmm. Anyways, I choose to believe it's two eye patches because that's funny to me. Well, that would be badass. That man was hitting his shots. I think, yeah, no, just sound and smell and nothing else. Daredevil. I think the reason Bruh. that why they don't draw eyes on him might be because like he's an older character and it might be just like a thing where it's just like like he's like this old man. Is that a trope to like not draw eye like draw like small or no eyes on older characters? Or just like their eyes are like closed because they're droopy and wrinkly or something like that? Uh, the the character with their eyes perpetually closed. Brock. Yeah, Brock's an old guy. <laughs> Didn't you know that? He's not. I used to think as Isn't a kid, he... I used to think that Brock was like 20-something. Look at him. Isn't he like he's 18 hitting or on something? Like, he's like 15. What? Yeah. What? Ash is 10, and then that girl is like, what, 12? How, how old How old is uh, Misty? I think like they're Brock is they were all the same age. No, I Ash thought... is definitely younger than the rest. Hold on, I'll look at how old Misty Brock and Brock is. Brock was an adult. What? You thought I need Misty is twelve. I need an adult. Oh, I need an adult. Brock is fifteen. Oh god, I am the adult. Oh, oh no. He's also a Pokemon breeder. Yeah, I know that. I didn't know what the fuck that word meant when I was a little kid. I do. I want to talk about Wolfcock again. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. I don't need to hear about what you do with your mighty Ennis. Oh no. <laughs> The 12th episode, the one that kind of sums up everything, mm-hmm. I don't like. Mm. You've, you've mentioned as such. Yeah. It's not as good as the three episodes before it. And when you raise the stakes to that high, you have to bring it down in such a way that it makes sense. And that just seems as like such a fucking like now you've hit a brick wall. Mm-hmm. It's a, such a tonal shift where we go back to what happened in 8, 7, and everything before that. It's like I, the stakes have been raised. You ripped the shoulder off of a man. The deer shot someone's brains out. Like, they, they, this happened, mm-hmm. you know? They Ooh. almost had sex, and then they didn't. 
I'm so sad they did. <laughs> no. Honestly, I'm glad they didn't, but they totally should have. <laughs> eh. It's way better story-wise, like with the way that they did it. But hear me out. <laughs> Can we? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. When am I gonna get a Haru statue of her in her panties? <laughs> oh please. Okay, now well, no, no, nobody's gonna sponsor us anymore. We've, we've lost everything. Just none. Is... <sighs> Hear me out one condoms though. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy a Haru statue, like legit. I would also buy a Legoshi statue. You know what? Fuck it. I would buy a statue of pretty much anyone in this damn show. The good character design. I wouldn't get Rui. Except for the horse hands. I would get him. What? I would I would get horse hands. <laughs> Let's go back to the classic. Mm-hmm. Opening and ending. Can we talk about that opening theme, please? Before you guys gush all over it, let me bring the audience down. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, no, no. Don't ruin this for me. (laughs) I don't hate the song. Mm -hmm. I don't like the song. I wouldn't listen to it. But as an opening, it's pretty good. I mentioned this to you guys. I don't like the animation on the opening because Legoshi just looks like discount fantastic mr fox <laughs> and it's like not in a good way is this stop motion too stiff for you i love stop motion hmm. no i mean like this particular stop motion too stiff it doesn't feel right uh haru in the stop motion is great <laughs> just lego sheep which i know there's only two of them <laughs> but like just him he doesn't he doesn't go well into that art style he doesn't look good is this like <laughs> it might be just like his fur pattern like the changes in the fur might have might just look weird yeah but like isle of dogs those are ugly dogs but they look good mm-hmm. i think the light part of his fur is not like fur in that maybe like it's like more like a flat fabric and then the like the bluish is is fur and it looks the lighter fur looks like skin because of it, and maybe that's what's putting you off. I don't know. I don't like the way Legoshi looks in the opening. Uh, the song's okay. I can get over it. Uh, I love the song. I love the song a lot. It's Bob. Uh, it everybody slaps. loves the song. I mean, everybody loves this. Yeah, it's wonderful. It slapped ass. And that's called jazz. It's not a bad intro. Like, I definitely don't hate myself when I watch it. You want an intro that's, like, really terrible, but a really good anime? Clannad. Oh, my God. Clannad's intro is straight ass. God, I just... I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep every time that show starts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But the outro? Guess what? This show's on Netflix. You don't get to see the outro, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It, Wait, it, like, this show has an outro? It does. it does. It starts off on a stage, and then, like, I heard one riff of a guitar, and that was it. You know, I think that's all we got. We didn't get to watch the outro. Sorry, yeah. folks. <laughs> Netflix. Um, I think we might have saw the last episode one, but, like, none of us were paying attention because we were just talking about what, what just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. When when a deer blows... What the fuck was the boss man? A lion? lion. They're all when lions. Deer... That's why it's called... You a... think I know that? That's the whole thing of the Shishigumi. They're like all they're all lions. I think Shishi means lion. Wait, did she say lion yakuza? Probably. 
I think that's what she said. We figured it out. 40 minutes later, we figured it out. Amazing. You know who we barely talked about? Who? Who I actually just don't want to talk about at all because it's funny. What? My boy Jack. Mm, I knew oh, we just straight up didn't even mention Jack at all. How would we keep it that way? There's a joke. I'm sorry, everyone who loves him. <laughs> all right. Uh, how would you guys rate this show out of 25? How would I rate this out of 25? 18. What? No, what? No, <laughs> we have an order to this, Lily. Oh, you can cut that out then. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and, no, no. And also we have to explain our thoughts. Let's go with the solid 19. It was pretty good. I enjoyed. Mm. Um, there's there's a lot of parts where just like, holy shit. I have to, I have to talk about the animation, which is absolutely stellar throughout. Um, I love their ability to experiment, play around with it, not being afraid of the genre they're in. It's it's always nice to see people like you know just like just kind of put themselves out there with animation. Just like try something a bit different with the medium. It kind of I a lot of people out there have probably been noticing it, it like and talking about how it like stagnates a little bit, especially in recent years, and like people not being willing to experiment. Mm. Beast Stories isn't afraid. And it, it plays around with a lot of different segments, and it's 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 honestly gorgeous. Also, the world is good. It's, it's a good show. It's a good show. I would give it probably an 18 out of 25, only because the pacing was a bit... I mean, we explained this earlier, where it's just like, everything goes ham in the last few episodes. Um, there, I feel like there was a certain point um, in, like through the middle of the anime where I was just like, this is just a high school drama with furries, uh, you know? <laughs> and then oh, it started it getting a little bit boring for me. But um, then it picked up really good at the end. And um, yeah, it's a really good anime. I think I think a lot of what people around me were saying about the anime before I watched it kind of formed my opinion that it was going to be something a bit more crazy like probably along the lines of more like banana fish level of crazy shit happening um that's a really crazy anime but yeah it was you know that's my and and huh no i'm just canceling the show did we talk about did no. we talk about dicks too much we're getting canceled we got hey, demonetized if i'm on this show you can't talk about dicks enough um oh no <laughs> unfortunate because i don't think either of us like them no, absolutely not so this is a really phenomenal show and as ray said the animation is great and i don't know a lot about that that stuff so i, I don't like to tread onto oh the writing was great or the animation's good but in this show they really studio orange dares to do things they're they're breaking boundaries that have been set for very long periods of time and them being so creative makes this show way better than what it would have been if it was just 2D. Now, keep in mind, I like every episode of this show. It's incredibly interesting. I did get lost throughout the first like I said 8 episodes and but maybe that's just me and you can stay along with it. If you see this, if you see the way, the, if you see things the way I do, this show is really just a three-episode show. Nine, eight, uh, yeah, nine, ten, and eleven. 
are the three episodes you have to watch. If you if you care about Beastars, watch those three episodes. You literally don't need to watch any other episodes. The worlds it builds in the other episodes, though, is so fascinating and so cool to look into and stuff like that. As you noticed, that's what we talked about for most of it. It's interesting. It poses questions. I really do like this show. I'm going to give it an 18 out of 25. I enjoy this. It's great. There are things that could have been changed for the better, and there are things that could have been changed for the worse. So thank God they didn't go down that route, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I I would definitely recommend this. Um, I don't regret giving it a look-sees. This show is over. You can all go home. Uh, you, you, most of you probably already at home, considering when we're releasing this, but uh, it's, it's fine. I'd uh, prefer most of you alive for next month. Um, it's going to be a glorious time. Speaking of next month, actually, um, there's going to be a change in season. I'll be waiting for you in the summer. Shouldn't you guys put spoiler warnings at the end of the episode?